You are listening to the Shmira Senayim Podcast. Chizuk and practical help to overcome our most difficult nisayon. A couple of things that I wanted to discuss today, just to, to continue on with our with our topic. Um, I want to talk about a chilek of halachot and a chilek of chizuk. The chilek of halacha. <laughs> There, there are those groups out there that don't believe that this exists here, yeah, that this simon in Shulchan Aruch exists, yeah. Some, some, some people have uh, cut it out of Shulchan Aruch. Um, but I will read to you both from the Shulchan Aruch and from the Mishnah Baruch. First, the Shulchan Aruch. The Shulchan Aruch in Simon, in uh, Sefer Ebena Ezer, Simon. Chof Aleph says, "Tzarich Adam litrachek mehanoshim maod maod, maod maod, two maod, yeah. Va'asu lekrotz biyadov oberaglov lirmoz be'enov leechad meharayos. Just so you should know, arayos means chiyuv kares. So anida is also a chiyuv kares, and basically every girl." Who is not married above the age of twelve can be considered to be a nida, and if she is married and not to you, then she's an ashes ish. If she's married to you, there are a whole different set of dinim. Of course, since they're their own wife, is there a whole different set of dinim? And bez Hashem, when either have you gotten there and we've discussed about it, or you've discussed it with other people, or when you get there, we can discuss it then. Other than that, basically, this falls. All women fall into this category, about, again, above the age of 12, minus, minus uh, one's mother, grandmother, daughter, and to, to a certain degree, sister. To a certain degree. Sister is a little bit, uh, an aunt, and certainly aunt is also a problem. Sister is uh, a different, it's own unique thing. I'm not going dis- to discuss that right now. You can't look at her beauty. You can't look at her beauty. Oh, that's a different topic. Dating, dating is a, is a special topic, which um, I hope as Jem will get to, we're not going to discuss it today. Um, now it's generally they, going this truth. Yeah, we're talking about stop. Stop. Yeah. Smelling her perfume, What does it mean, omdos alakvisa? That they're standing, they're they're washing, they're they're doing the laundry. This is a reference to what the Gemara and Baba Basra says that you're not allowed to walk by a place where women are doing laundry. The reason is is because it used to be women did laundry in the river, and in order to do that, they would pick up their skirts. And they would pick up their their sleeves so that certain parts of their bodies, which are normally covered, were uncovered. And that's what it means that you can't look at the women who are standing there doing laundry because it means looking at parts of their bodies that are supposed to be covered and they are right at that point not covered. That's also why um, going to a beach is certainly... Um, not okay because you're basically doing the exact same thing. Even to look at her clothing, I'm not looking at her body, I'm looking at her clothing. 
Even if she's not wearing them, meaning if you pass by the dry cleaners and outside the dry cleaners is a dress and you recognize that dress, that dress is a dress of such and such woman and I know what she looks like in that dress, you're not even allowed to look at that dress. That's what it's saying. What? So, so let's let's see what what is what is what is what is the source for for these dinim? Yeah. So, yeah, but it, it's more than that. We discussed already in the past that the, there are two psukim that discuss this. The main one is a pasuk we say every day, twice a day. And there's another one of Nishmart Michal Dovara, which the Gemara and Avodah Zara learned also in reference to looking at things you're not supposed to look at. So, yes, it seems like these are Daraisa. When it comes to certain of the Inyanim over here, at the end of at the end, he does say that uh, you won't you get Malkus Mardus for it. Yeah, you don't get Malkus Arboim, only Malkus Mardus for it. And uh, let's see if there's an explanation why. Why it's only Marcus Mardus for it. Yeah, so he quotes a Gemara in Shabbos who says it's a Darai. So, Ayn Rashi Sham Dira Maskal Amistakel Visham Hu Belosase. The low Titratin Bum, which is a reference to Goim, but. Oh, I'm sorry, I was reading the wrong one. Ah. Echad Penuya. Maybe that's the, the reference. No. You know what? I, I don't. At the end of the halacha, it says over here, it says, "Vamechavin leechad meelu advarim makanus omakas mardus." Kain kasev Rambam, the kasev Magimishnah, Shalomet Me'ahu dechaliv Mishum al Tikrov Pesach Beisa, Kain bekulam. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. The, the going brings here that maybe it's an esmachta. The pasuk is an esmachta. Lemaise, whether it's a daraisa or darabonon, uh, it's certainly awesome. It's certainly awesome. There's, there's no, there's no exclu- excuse to say it's darabonon, and because it's darabonon, it's okay. Yeah, that's that's not an excuse. The Mishnah Brura. The Mishnah Brewer and Simon Ayin Hay. First, the Shulchan Aruch. What does the Shulchan Aruch say? He says, as follows: Tefach Megula BeIsha BeMalkum Shedarcha LeChasos. If there's a Tefach of a woman that is normally covered, part of her body that's normally covered, and a Tefach of that area uh, is uncovered, Afilu He Ishto. Even if this is your own wife, also we call Kriyashma Kenegda. You're not allowed to say Kriyashma. If you if it's in front of you, v'yesh oimrim says the Rama dafka beishto aval beisha acheres. That's only in front of your wife. But when it comes to a different woman, beisha acheres, afilu pachos mitefach ave erba. Even if it's less than a tefach, it's considered to be erba. The Mishnah Berurah writes on this and sif cotton zayin pachot mitefach mitefach v'im hashok megula if the thigh is revealed. Yesh oimrim dafilu biishto, even if it's your own wife, it's aser. But pachut mitefach, even less than a tefach, also the cross connector. Shu mekom hirhur yoiser mishar evarim, because that's the place where a person has more hirhurim than other other places. V'chol ze lo ayri el leinyan iser kriyshma. 
Everything that we're talking about here is only with regards to the halachas of Kriyashma, saying Kriyashma in front of it. Da iserhu laharbe poiskim likros neged hamegula. According to many poiskim, the iser is that you cannot say Kriyashma next to something, next to an area of the body that's usually covered. And now it's uncovered. Even if you don't have intentions to actually look, but it's there. But with regards to the Isser, to look, Oh, this is an important point. If the intention is to have Hano, you're looking to have Hano. Very harsh, what he says over but if you just see without looking and you're not trying, you're not getting an eye, you just happen to notice. Or you're talking to somebody, you're talking, you have to talk to a woman, she's the receptionist at the door. She's the, in the Misrad at the Misrad Apnim. You needed to go to get a new passport. Yeah, because you're going for a chasana for your whatever, cousin in Australia, and you need to get a new passport because yours expired from the time when you were five years old. So you needed a new one. And it happens to be the lady sitting there across is, oh, it's a woman, it's a lady. Yeah, so you have to have actually, yeah. So here, we're, here what we're saying is, histaklus bishvil hano is awesome. What he says is, ri'ia ba'aumal fitumo, Below nene. But what about but what about he is nene? So but it's not his fault. So it was Istakus Balma. So so that's 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 it. When you're looking for Hana, so it's there's a very there's a very fine line here. If it happens for one second, yeah, you notice it. So now what am I gonna continue to do? Am I gonna continue to look? Well, am I getting Hana? Well, if you're getting Hana, that's a big problem. So you cannot continue to look. So what well, should you the do? First second, no. The first second, it wasn't your fault. Why is it wasn't your fault? Because I didn't know that that was going to be there. And now I now I know. Now I know it's there. Once I know. Once I know. We're not going to go through all the halachas. Now let me be clear. We are not going through all the halachas today. I just want to bring out a very important point. This is halacha. Yeah? This is not... I mean, midas chasidus. This is not, uh, you know, something that fill in the blank do. Yeah, that that uh, every Jew needs to keep this halacha. Every Jew. I'll just tell you a quick story. A friend of mine said there was a time where uh, I I was in an area where the makolid in that area employed women who are not sinua, <clears throat> and I was complaining to a friend about it. Maybe we should go to the rav. And tell him the kupa eat, and we we're going to maybe force the the owner of this particular store to change or make his workers dress more tsunua. And he made a very interesting point to me. He said he said to me, he said, "I'll tell you the truth. They're not the ones that I have the yitzhahara for. I have a yitzhahara for the tsunua ones that get all dressed up. Those are the ones that I have a problem with. Yeah." The ones that are dressed in a pretzel stick away, so like they're not even on the table. It's easy. It's easier to not look to not look at them. 
Okay, okay, okay. There's certain there's certain gedarim that we, ha- we you need to understand that women live in this world too. They do. And they do need to do their best to not be eye-catching. And if they don't do that, then they're going to be responsible for the way they dress. Maybe their husbands also. But they do live in this world. And they are allowed to walk around in the street. They are. And they're allowed to go about their business. And as long as they're dressed in a tenua way, so the responsibility now rests only on the man because the woman is doing what she's supposed to do. If a woman is not doing what she's supposed to do, then yes, she will also be part of the chalik of the blame, to, to, to take the blame. But if she is doing what she's supposed to do, so then we cannot blame her. Yeah, yeah okay. I'm not here to talk about that now. I want to bring out just this point. Hana is where the problem is. This is, you see clearly over here, Shukhan Aruch, Mishnah Bura, looking at these places is halacha. It's not like, oh, I can, I'm going to decide to do everything. And this is just something like, uh, you know, it's not important. <laughs> it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not, yeah. When I was growing up, yeah, when I was growing up, there was, it was an option. You could be Shomer Nagia or not Shomer Nagia. You could, you could choose. Oh, oh, you're not Shomer. Okay, I am, you're not, yeah. It doesn't work like that. It, there's still people like that, but it's because they don't know that this is halacha. Do you eat pork? Well, I mean, you have an option. You can. I, I, I don't. You do. So, okay. You know, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Some people. So it's optional, right? Everybody has the right to choose. It's not what it is. It's not what it is. This is halacha. So the people who either don't care about it, decided to cut it out of Shulchan Aruch, decided to ignore it, they're doing clearly the wrong thing. The wrong thing. I want to put that out clear. Go through every detail of the halacha we are not going to do right now. There are certain places where, where there's more kulas, certain places where there are even more humras. And I'm not here to discuss, at least not in this year, what are the parameters. I just want to establish, we are dealing with potentially what the Mishnah Brewer called Isidaraisa. Why exactly the, the Shulchan Aruch only says Makas Marduz on it, we can discuss. But believe me, Marcus Mardus hurts just as much as regular Marcus. What's Marcus. the difference? Yeah, what's, what's the difference is Marcus Mardus is durable. No, but what's Marcus Mardus? Lemaise, because Baruch Hashem, we are a Chabura people, and anybody else listening, I got chizuk from somebody who came to me and told me that they were listening to some of the Yeshua and they got chizuk. So I said he gave me chizuk by telling me listening to the Yeshua and that he got chizuk. We are a Chabura of people who are want to work on this very, very harsh mitzvah. So we're here to give chizuk. The first thing, the first thing, at least to, in today's year, that you need to know is just the fact that you want to work on it already brings nachas ruach to mm-hmm. The very fact that this is something that we're conscious of and that it's something that's important to us and that we want to do the Ratan Hashem is already bringing nachas ruach to And the fact that we live in a world where it is so, so difficult. Kodesh Baruch Hu realizes that. Kodesh Baruch Hu knows exactly how difficult the Nisayan is. And in our door, very possible that this is the hardest Nisayan to deal with. And it can come up in many different ways. A lot of these things are not 
They are not uh, voluntary. I did not want to do this. I'm walking in the street. I did not intend to do it. And sometimes, unfortunately, sometimes we have to deal with sometimes things are done on purpose. And this is something that happens. When, when something happens on purpose, when, when we do something on purpose, that's a very, very difficult, it's a very difficult place for a person to be. On the one hand, he, he wants to work on himself. On the one hand, he wants to work on himself. And on the other hand, I did this on purpose. And not once, and not twice. I did it again and again and again. And, and, and what am I supposed to do about this? How am I supposed to deal with this? What, 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 what can I do? And there's a certain element, and that's one of the main things I want to talk about today, is busha. person is embarrassed. You need to know that busha is a positive trait. Busha is a good thing. Busha, by Shonim, the Gemara says in Yavamos that there are three meters, the three meters that you know a person, a member of Klai Yisrael has, one of them is by Shonos. That he's a person who feels guilty. He feels bad when he does something that he knows is wrong. That busha is a good thing. As long as it's used in a good way. Busha can be used in a bad way. It can bring a person to depression. It could bring a person to, to just giving up. On the other hand, busha can be used in a, in a good way. One of the examples of how busha can be used in a good way is something called webchaber. What is webchaber? Webchaber is there are certain people that have a hard time with putting filters on their internet because of work-related <coughs> things. But they still want to be protected from going to places on purpose, on purpose, that Really, they don't want to see, but they have a Sahara, And like we've discussed many times, a normal man has a normal Sahara, And just one click or two clicks and already you're there and the Sahara is pushing you and it's normal. But I don't want it. Oh, but I did on purpose. So this thing, Webchaber, the way it works is that wherever you go, you go to different internet sites, it gets recorded and it gets sent to your Webhaber, your friend, who gets to see all the places that you went. And the quality of busha over here is used to prevent the person from going to those places because he knows if I go to this and this website, that website, and this website, my friend is going to see. He's going to know. And I will be incredibly embarrassed. So busha here is used in a way where I can harness it and protect myself from doing something because of that embarrassment. It's a wonderful thing. In our door, people are trying to destroy Busha. They're trying to destroy it. What do you mean? How are people trying to destroy Busha in our door? Unfortunately, this has already hit 
the Jewish world, and even, quote-unquote, some people who consider themselves to be Orthodox, that they publicly are declaring that they do Isuri Daraisa, and they're proud of it. They've come out of the closets, so to speak, as some people call it. Yet, even, quote-unquote, from Orthodox people, yeah, are proclaiming publicly that they act in ways that the Torah considers to be a toeva. But then they become and narrower. And what that does is that the, sh- the busha, the shame that they had that was preventing them from doing any Avera, now is gone. Because the whole busha was that people should, I don't want people to find out. I don't want anybody to know. And Adarabha, now I'm doing it publicly. And not only that, but now you have to respect me for it too. This is considered to be a valid life choice according to these people. And you now need to respect me for my Yetzirah. You need to have respect that I am, that I have this Yetzirah and that I, I don't even know if they act on it or not, but that I am this way. The idea of Busha is now being crushed. And it's gone. And theoretically, it could be expanded to other places also. A person could theoretically say, I don't care if my friend sees it. I don't care if my friend sees that I went on this and this website. I don't care. That, that, that's a terrible, horrible thing. A person, a person loses his whole sense of why. Why, why, why are you doing that? Because you want to crush it. If I make a dogma, yeah, a dogma, I've heard this from people, I've never experienced it myself, but I've heard it from people, that a person who decides that he doesn't want to keep, keep Torah mitzvahs anymore, he doesn't want to keep, so he goes and be, start being Mechal Shabbos. First. Yeah? The first time that he's that he goes to be Mechal Shabbos, first time, he, he, mom is terrified. He thinks that a bolt of lightning is going to come out of the sky and strike him down in that second. Yeah? Mom is terrified. Even the second time, even the third time. But there are people who purposely, purposely continue to be Mechal Shabbos, even in places where they don't need to, so that they dull this sense of busha. They dull this fear so that they're not scared anymore. So that they can go about doing their, with doing what they want to do without having that sense of guilt. Spiritual. Without being embarrassed. Lemaise, this is the same idea. This is a wonderful meter. Busha is a wonderful meter. If people have a Yetzirah, and they're scared that somebody's going to find out about my Yetzirah, or that they're scared that that somebody will find out what I went to look at, that's a, that's a very good way to prevent you from doing any of these things. It's a wonderful way of doing it. We need to harness that. We need to use that. So if a person feels that way, 
he shouldn't be a reason to be depressed. It's a reason. I'm a Jew. I feel embarrassed. That is that. That's the way a Jew is supposed to. I'm not going to say you need to throw a party for it, but that is a good thing. It's you feel you feel it's wrong. Once you feel it, you don't have to stick in it. You don't have to stay in that place. We can move on. We can dive into Hashem. We can make a plan. We can work hard. We can push ourselves to, 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 to fight. Even these people, Rahman al who have, who have issues that aren't the norm, that have Yetzirahs that aren't regular Yetzirahs, they have the opportunity also to overcome the Yetzirahs, to fight the Yetzirahs. Maybe some of them might need a little bit more professional help, but they also can do it. As long as they stay within the realm of what it means to be a Jew. The Midah Baishonos, which, which, which Chazal tell us is one of the main Midahs of a Jew. And a person can overcome that too. Even if his, his Yetzirah is different than other people's Yetzirah. He's spoken about it many times. That this is normal. It's normal to have these feelings. The question is, is what do we do with them? How do I deal with them? But once we already know this is normal, and once I know already know that it's the Yetzirah that's pushing me, and I know that I need to fight it. So you, you, you're, you're way, way, way past most people in the world. This is, the, this is a major, major step. A decision that I am going to work on this. A decision that this is probably, probably the biggest problem as an individual that a person has daily. Yeah, the, the Chazal tell us Ruben Begezel, Ruben Begezel, Miut Barayas, Vikulam. I think in our door it maybe have changed a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That Rover. Arias has become... Not really. Yeah, everyone, yeah. <laughs> it's become probably the biggest problem on a daily basis. Anywhere. Maybe in... Uh, no, but Avakloshenar is still a big thing. I'm not saying that. Avakloshenar, yeah. We can no, learn no, safe as time, it's time too. I'm not... 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 We have to understand. You have to understand. Yeah. Even in the Olam HaKharedi, yeah, where it's a little bit easier because people should be should be mm-hmm. dressed in a more women should be dressed in a more tenua way and because of that it should be easier for a man it doesn't mean that a man in the Haredi world doesn't have a Yetzirah mm-hmm. and it certainly doesn't mean that a man in the, in the Haredi world doesn't have access to things that anybody else to get these things also he also Yetzirah maybe it's a little bit easier if you live in a community where it's just not as rampant as most communities in the world. Honest. Yeah, <laughs> you live in yeah certain places where it's not it's just not a problem. But for most of us, the great 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 majority of people, we live in live we live in a place we live in places where this is an issue, a big issue. 
Mm-hmm. Maisa, I just want to, I want to finish up. We're already getting close to the end. What's, what's a ram, 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 rampit? Rampit. Harbe, harbe. Ah. Okay. There's, there's a, I want to finish up with one Nakuda. And that is that a lot of times that things happen, that things happen to us. We don't, we didn't even want it to happen. And it happens. For example, you're walking down the street and this person passes by or decides to walk right in front of you. Or sometimes, it does not not even like that. Sometimes you're in the middle of Shemona Esrei and boom, something pops into your head. Something you shouldn't be thinking about pops into your head. How did that happen? Am I such a Russia that in the middle of Shemona Esrei that boom, <laughs> I start thinking about what is that? Well, how did that happen? It's one thing that person who passes by in the street, they're probably going somewhere. They're not planning to stop go look for me so that they walk right in front of me. Yeah, but there are enough out there that just randomly it's just going to end up happening. But why when I'm, when I'm standing in Shimona Esrei, does this thought or this picture jump into my head? Why does that happen? It's, true, I mean. it's not just that it's the Eight Sahar. The Yitzhahara can't stand it when a Jew has an aliyah in Ruchnus. When a person is standing in front of, in front of the Bonish Lord, I mean, he's speaking to Hashem in Tzvila, and a person is in Mis'aleh, Yitzhahara can't stand it. He's, not, he's losing. So he wants to get you. So he throws this, he throws this at you. It doesn't show that you're a Rasha. Chas it shows that you're, you're being this you. You're going up. That's what it shows. It shows that you're doing something good. The Yetzirah can't stand it. He needs to throw something at you to distract you, to make you think that your things are not going good. But we need to know something else, and this is very, very important. Kuda. Pictures and thoughts and these things, they have to come from someplace. That's why it's very, very important that we should not bring these things on ourselves and we should make plans how to keep away from them. Because once a, once a picture is already in your head, it can come back. Once your old person has already been exposed to certain things, those pictures, those thoughts, they always have the ability to boom, jump back into your head in a conscious way. Once they're in there, they stay. And they can always come back. So we need to do our best to make plans to keep them out in the first place. And if they jump in, we need to be able to, just like looking, just like looking, the first thought, the first look, oh, I didn't mean that. So so I'm going to turn or I'm going to do something else to make sure I don't look. Same thing with a thought. The first thought wasn't my fault. Yetzirah put it in there. But are you going to continue to think about it? That is already the equivalent to the second look. Am I going to stay here or am I going to try to get myself out of it? No, no, I'm going to focus back on this villa. No, I'm going to... It doesn't necessarily have to be a tefillah. It could be anything. Lemaise, we should all... Each one of us is a little bit different. And again, like I said many times before, take eights, take eights, come to me, you can come to me, Shiva, you go to any rob that you feel knows you, comfortable with you. And every person has a little bit of a different type of Yetzirah. Every person, Yetzirah is this, 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 and this, and this. Even within the realm of normal, there's there's a very wide range. They're very, very, very different. Make a plan or the beginnings of a plan 
And show Hashem, I know this is hard and it's not going to be perfect, but I'm going to try. And already, our Kodesh Baruch has tremendous knowledge. Thank you for listening to this Foundation's podcast production. If you liked today's episode, don't forget to subscribe. And if you know someone who this podcast might help, don't forget to let him know. Thank you very much. Have a wonderful day. Thank you.